Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. I am Shari Reynolds. I am reflecting upon year 2020 like most of us are, looking back on whether or not this was a good year or a bad year. And for most of us, I believe we are saying it was a pretty bad year, a pretty rough year to say the least. Um, so I am just utilizing this morning in my prayer and scripture, reflecting and reading from Lest Thou Forget by Elder Ronald Brasband from October 2016. He says, never forget, question or ignore personal, sacred, spiritual experiences. The adversary's design is to distract us from spiritual witnesses while the Lord's desire is to enlighten and engage us in his work. So let's look at that. How can we enlighten, be enlightened, our minds be illuminated and greater engage in his work? He talks about um, a man that came to him and said, I am in, for lack of better words, a faith crisis. And Elder Rasband says, don't forget those moments in your life where you've had spiritual experiences. And he says, verily, verily, I say unto you, desire a further witness. Cast your mind upon the night that you cried unto me in your heart. He was recalling a time where he was pleading with Heavenly Father for answers to a solution, needed answers to a prayer, blessings that he was standing in need of. And he received that and he didn't act upon it right away. So during one other night, several nights later, he awoke and that was the thought that came to his mind. And I'll read that again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if you desire a further witness, cast your mind upon the night that you cried unto me in your heart. And then he continues, did I not speak peace to your mind concerning the matter? What greater witness can you have than that from God? And that caused me to remember a time when the World Trade Center towers came tumbling down, how I was engulfed in misery and stuck to the television, pleading with Heavenly Father to help pull me out of despair and anguish. And I prayed to Heavenly Father, please, what can I do? What can I do? And it was very, very clear the instruction was to not watch television, to not pay attention to the newspaper and engage in conversations that are tearing us apart and causing us despair and even fear. And I truly was in anguish and turmoil over this. So I did as I was told and I backed off completely from watching the continuous cycle of stories and the World Trade Center towers falling and not watching this any longer and not talking about it and not reading newspapers and not sitting in doctor's offices and reading Time Magazine and on and on and on. And I am so grateful for that experience that I had and even further my experience went on like this. Something caught my eye. Something caught my eye that I looked away from the prompting that I had. This was several days later and I got sucked up into the world again. I got sucked up into the media and television and reading all about it on the internet and I just engaged again in that and again I was flat on my face 
pleading with Heavenly Father to please pull me out of this slump that I had been in. It was a huge setback because I was feeling so good. And very clearly, the still small voice whispered to me, How can I support thee when ye do not what I say? Oh my goodness. I was floored, for lack of better words. I was stunned. I I had turned away from what I had been told, what I had been enlightened to do. And I got sucked back up into the world and I fell again. And so I went back to my Father in Heaven, please help me out of this. And he told me, I have already told you what to do, but I cannot support thee when you do not what I say. Elder Rasmund says, do not forget your divine heritage. And I'm grateful for this week where my friend Cindy posted a beautiful reflection on things that she's grateful for. And this week she wrote, I'm grateful for hands, my hands that let me work and play, my father's hands who have protected me, my mother's hands who have nurtured me, my siblings' hands who love me, my friends' hands who serve me, my Relief Society hands that pray for me, the priesthood hands who bless me, my prophet's hands who guide me, and most of all my Savior's hands which reach out to me while he encourages me to let go and trust in him. How beautiful is that? And she has a picture of the Savior's hands with the nails, the marks from the nails in his palms. And I'm looking at this picture and I'm remembering my divine heritage and remembering as I look at his hands to not do anything that would deny him, to deny the Christ as chapter one in Moroni says that he will never do, he will never deny the Christ. And as I go throughout my day and and throughout the world, I am doing everything I can to remember him in my heart with a constant prayer in my mind. It's so easy to forget in this world our Father in heaven and all the direction that we are supposed to do. And Elder Rasmussen says there's going to be times where we do forget and we do wander off the path just like I did during 2001 when I was pleading for help from my Father in Heaven. And Elder Rasmussen gives us the, the peace that Jesus Christ knows about fierce struggles and trials. He gave his life for us. His final hours were brutal beyond anything we can even comprehend, but his sacrifice for each of us was the ultimate expression of his pure love. So what is my ultimate expression of my pure love to him? It is how I conduct my life. It is how I show my love for him and how I do my life. That is how I show him my pure love. And sometimes I feel like Heavenly Father forgets about me. Sometimes I feel like He doesn't really love me. Sometimes I feel like my thoughts and my striving and my hopes and dreams are not any of His priority. But I keep studying, I keep praying, I keep reading because, well, regardless of how I think He feels about me, I know how I feel about Him. I love Him. And so... I will continue forward and when I continue forward I remember I remember my divine heritage and I remember where I come from and I know that he loves me and then I remember my divine heritage even of my grandparents I had two stark polar opposites of grandparents I had grandparents who were faithful in the gospel and I had grandparents who were alcoholics and 
smokers and pornography viewers and yet both sets of grandparents loved me and I knew it. My one set of grandparents that I didn't know very well lived two states away in Utah and I was in California and I saw them maybe once a year but their impression upon my life has never left me. I remember seeing my grandmother kneeling at the side of her bed once when she was visiting us in California. I remember the wonderful box of goodies we got every year at Christmas that my sisters and I tore into. She would make make all of these little homemade candies with pure love. And with the little money that she had, she put everything she had into that box. A little notebook, a little pen for each of us. Wonderful candies to this day I miss so much at Christmas time. Her candy craftiness is something that I was not blessed with. But I've never forgotten all that she did for us as much as she could at Christmas time. And her precious example of kneeling. Again, I've said this before, that when she passed away, my mother said this of her she never wavered. That is the only thing that I want to be said of me, that your mother never wavered. And then I was with my grandparents who we saw nearly every day and we had such a good time. Parties at their pool and then coming out from the gate after going and getting his lunch, boxes and boxes of KFC and handing them out to anybody who was there. We had such a good time with those grandparents shopping and getting nails done and getting our hair done and just revelry and all of the good times that we had with them. But I have not forgotten the beautiful example of my wonderful grandparents, their faithful example of serving in the temple, those little tiny things that I knew about them and the impact that it had on me when I would arrive at their house, the sweetness of the spirit and the sweetness of the spirit when Grandma Brockbank would come to visit. Grandpa died in the 70s, and so we didn't know him as well. But Elder Rasband says, I encourage you to recall the times of crisis is when you felt the spirit. And when I've had times of crisis, I remember the times that I did feel the spirit at my grandma's house, the times I felt the spirit when she came to visit us. Years later, when both of them had passed on and her son, my father, was in deep trial, deeply struggling in his life with the choices that he made. He shared with me a very tender experience once. When he was sitting on an airplane ready to take off, he said he leaned back his head and closed his eyes. And there before him was his mother and father, my grandma and grandpa. And they stood before him in this and pleaded with him to come back to the gospel. And in Moroni 1, it says, And I, Moroni, will not deny the Christ. Wherefore, I wander whithersoever I can for the safety of my own life. And so I may not have to preserve my physical life as Moroni had to, but my spiritual life is always in fierce combat of the evils of the world to be attacked at any moment from Satan. I watch and I pray continually so that I may not ever appear in my heart or in an outward appearance that I am denying the Christ. We are attacked from every angle, from the forces of Satan. I am careful of all that I read, view, scroll into my phone. I am cautious of friends, choices in my conversations. In moments that I feel, oh, this is harmless, is the very moment I need to run. Run like my house is on fire, run. Running daily for dear life, because to me, spiritual death is far worse destruction than physical death. 
and I too, like Moroni, will not deny the Christ. Wherefore, I wander whithersoever I can for the safety of my own life. Thank you so much for joining me this morning on Coaching Chaos. And I pray that if my words have affected you in one way or another, that you might share this with someone as we reflect upon the year 2020. May we greater engage in the work of our Father. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Shari Reynolds. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.